All right, listeners, welcome to the 4205 cast. I got an interview here with Chris. Not big man Chris, just Chris. <laughs> How are you doing today, Chris? Pretty good, man. How are you? I'm all right. Uh, let's do a little bit of a get-to-know-you session, you know, just to make sure that the uh, listeners understand your motivations, uh, where you're coming from with your angles, uh, why you are such an annoying why you're such a really good fighting game player. <laughs> okay, that's fair. That is fair. I earned all that. <laughs> all right, so let's start with the basics here. Uh, what was your first system? My first system. I inherited my aunt's NES when I was a wee lad. I was about two or three years old when I first picked up an NES controller. So you didn't, you just tried to eat it? Yes, I didn't just try and eat it. I, I They showed me... That, you know, you press the buttons and it does things on the screen, and uh, that was pretty much the beginning of the end for me. Okay, so they ruined your life at an early age. Pretty much, yeah. Family's great. Blame the parents, man. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and it maybe a little personal here, but uh, I, I know that your mom had a very awesome eye at picking out games for you when you were young. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> yes, she did. <laughs> so just want to throw that in there, you know, uh, Heidi Nissen, very, very awesome lady. Mm-hmm. Uh, picked up this man, River City Ransom, when he was a kid, and... That probably shaped his entire life. But. Yeah. yeah, that was a that was a big one, man. That was oh my god, Versity Ransom. I could we can have a whole podcast about just that game, in my opinion. You know, like I know the gang is not like I'm not alone in that in that sentiment. It was a pretty deep game for what it was. Good I'd Lord. say that definitely. a beat 'em up RPG. <laughs> you know, where you're like, oh, let's go to stores and we're just gonna buy things and it'll give you stat bonuses and it's like, what the hell is going? This is. You can, awesome. you can buy a smile. It's you, actually it's free. free. <laughs> At Murray's Burger <laughs> Joint, folks. S- serve daily. All right. So uh, let, let's let's bring it up a little bit contemporary here. All right. What current systems are you uh, messing with right now? All righty. I'm the proud owner of a PS4 at the moment. And my personal baby, the, uh, the wonderful little handheld, the 3DS. I love her so much. <laughs> I really do love that system. Uh, you don't really go anywhere without it. No, I really don't, man. I feel weird if I leave the house without my 3DS. You know, something to play on the train or just sometimes sit in a park and play. It's it's relaxing. It's wonderful, you know. And the library of games is awesome. And I, uh, I, I didn't play as many original DS games as I wanted to, so I have a pretty nice backlog sitting around, too. Right. So... You know, I just I'm I love I love that system so much, <laughs> and uh, I have a uh, decent gaming laptop as well. So. Okay, so when you sit down, it's time to play. What are we looking to play? What what type of game? What's the genre of choice? Well, I'm definitely a fighting game man first and foremost. I I, I love fighting games. You know, um, a close second is definitely RPGs. Right. Uh, RPGs slash uh, any any kind of old school beat 'em up. You know, like I, I'm. I realize I'm a big fan of anything that you can play in an arcade. You know, I like yep. I like you know the top down shooters and things like that. You know, I, I love yeah, I love the I like I, I'm an arcade gamer at heart in a lot of ways. You know, except I always like to play them on console too. So what's an arcade? Yeah, don't don't don't. <laughs> that's an easy way to get me real sad real fast, man. <laughs> All right, so uh, 
Let, let's let's do a little uh, generational study here. Alrighty. What have been your systems of choice for each generation? So current generation, PS4, Xbox One, Wii U. What are we looking at? Uh PS4 at the moment, definitely. I uh, you know, I I acknowledge that the Xbox Xbox One has gotten better since its launch. Uh, it's definitely, I feel it's close to catching up to PS4, but uh, I just I've never trusted Microsoft's hardware. Uh, mm-hmm. I understand that they fixed a lot of the initial issues that they had in previous generations and whatnot, but I, uh, you know, Sony, Sony, Sony's been good to me. So you know, and I, I like a lot of their exclusives. You know, uh, just yeah, I gotta, I gotta say, PS4 is doing it for me right now. You know, right. PS4, and then you know, like I'm, I'm not playing my PS4, like like I'm playing my 3DS. 3DS. So, yep. Yeah. What about the uh, the PS3 360 Eternal Battle? <sighs> And, uh, eternally foretold. <laughs> I guess the, I guess the Wii is involved in that too. The Wii is involved in that. Uh, you know, man, I overall I enjoyed my, my PS3 the most as as time went on. Like I I had a 360 originally just mm-hmm. because it was cheaper, right? You know, I was dirt poor at the time, and I was like, ah, oh, God, I got to upgrade. You know, and I was able to obtain a 360 for a very very dirt cheap price. So I had 360 for a while, and then eventually I traded in and got a PS3. Uh, and I lived in a house with a Wii for a while, mm-hmm. and Wii Sports got real serious in my house, man. Well, Wii Sports you. is a serious Wii, game. Wii Sports are some serious business. Like the 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 twenty dollar games of golf happened sometimes, man. Like there were there were some intense things. I mean, you you <laughs> you haven't lived until you've played money Wii, Wii bowling. That's what I'm saying. Much Wii bo- what Wii bowling, man. That was the the big ones in the house were definitely Wii bowling and and but probably golf because we managed to. To learn how to play Wii Golf amazingly without having to stand up, like we we like the the swings in Wii Golf were, were fantastic. It was just to spite the system <laughs> oh, and everything absolutely. it wanted you to do. Absolutely, it's like tell me what exercise now. Fuck you! I want to sit down and swing this thing and still be awesome. And I was damn good at Wii Golf. I'm gonna tell you. All right, so let's let's uh, drop back a generation. We got the PS2, mm-hmm. uh, Xbox One, mm-hmm. GameCube. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like I'm missing something in that one. No, you're not. Oh, well, oh, yeah, you are. Dreamcast. Oh, <laughs> oh, I love my dream. I loved my Dreamcast. I did. I loved it with everything in me, and it loved me back. It really did. It had all the games that I liked. You know, like I'm an arcade style, you know, guy. Yeah, it was tailor made for you. It really was, man. That game, that system was made for me. But I can't ignore just how incredible the PS2 is. I really do consider the PS2 to be the best console. To have ever been made of all time of all time I'd you're really gonna do. you're gonna give the Kanye West of I, all time I, on I, that. I have to man because it it is I, I mean it, it had in terms of its shelf life and library as far as a uh, quality to you know software quality of like the ratio of good games to crappy games right PS2 blows everybody out of the water in my opinion the, the second only to probably the the Super Nintendo. Yep. You know, and I, I think only because of its lifespan did it surpass the Super Nintendo. You know, they would be neck and neck in a lot of ways, but because the PS2 was out for just, you know, that much longer. It was and like even, 10 years. 11 years. Man. Yeah. And they stopped making games for that, you know, two years into the PS3's life, three years, something like that. Yeah, it was, on, it was around forever. And it was and it was making good games till the end, man, you know? You know, I Similar to how, like, even the PlayStation One, two thousand was a good year for the PlayStation One. Man, there were some, there were some titles that dropped for that system at the end. Like, right. I went out with a bang, you know. Well, uh, 
let, let's let's bring it back mm-hmm. to that era. Absolutely. We got PS1, uh, Saturn, N64. What's mm-hmm. the system there? Uh, again, easily the PlayStation, uh, just because of you know the the, the game ratios. So just, you're just a Sony shill, aren't you? Hell no, I'm not a Sony shill. <laughs> Definitely not. I, I like I. It, it, it all right, man. I don't like like trying to be a fanboy of anything. It just you know it's like like my friend accused me of being a Joss Whedon fanboy one day, and I was like, look, I don't know how that. That shrine got in the backyard, man. I just, you know, I watched Firefly and I watched, you know, I liked Buffy and I, I just looked and suddenly it was there. I'm like, what? what how did that happen? <laughs> you know, I, I didn't, I don't remember building it. I don't know how it got there, you know. But uh, no, Sony, Sony in terms of their, 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 their games, yeah, they're, they're fantastic. Although I like the N64 because I didn't have as many games, but the games I played for the N64. Mm-hmm. Oh man, I put time you into got time on them. <sighs> yep, man. I mean, come on, who here didn't sit here and play GoldenEye till God knows when? And uh, dude, don't even get me started on the Aki wrestling games. I mean, all of us have yep. WrestleMania 2000, I No mean, Mercy. Oh, WrestleMania 2000, No Mercy. The you know the simming, the managing. We're gonna there'll be a whole podcast about that one day i can already i'm looking forward to that podcast when we talk old well, school when we baby. talk old wrestling games old that wrestling games people baby. romanticize absolutely and we we bring the maybe we bring out the uwf out of retirement a little bit you know like it'd be uh, real I nice know. i think i think that that one's retired we'll see what happens we'll see what happens Dre. all right let's uh let's move it back mm-hmm. uh to the eternal struggle huh. super nintendo or genesis man that is, uh, that was the time, man. That was thing of console. Like, Answer the question! <laughs> I see definitely the Super Nintendo. I give props to the Genesis for what was probably some of the greatest marketing I've ever seen in my life. Oh, you yeah. Know, looking back on it, it managed to take what Nintendo was doing right and make it look old and lame. Yep. And like, oh, no, the cool kids are playing Genesis. Even to the point where, you know... Sonic the Hedgehog is just kind of shitting on Mario by his very existence because yeah. he's just younger and cooler than him, you know. Like immediately, it was, it was, it was just absolute. It was, it was absolutely perfect. Like Sonic was a perfect metaphor for Sega's whole push with the Genesis, you know. And like this, th- that marketing campaign was before. Like you look at Mario these days, and and Mario was like a nice homely, mm-hmm. woohoo, mm-hmm. like cute character. Mario wasn't really depicted like that. Mm-hmm. He was just a guy. Yeah, he was just a dude. He was just, you know, he was the front man. And he was just, he was just a, a caricature that represented a company. You yeah, know? and Sega inadvertently gave him personality in that way. Yeah, <laughs> because they just kind of shit on did. him. You yeah. know, but it ended up being you know Mario equating Mario to the same way somebody would equate Superman. Right. You know, he's just he is the icon character, like not necessarily character, but he's the same the colors. Yeah, it's not a coincidence, not man. Coincidence. Primary colors, baby. Does amazing things for character design and memorabilia. What's your, uh, what's your, the the greatest video game character from the NES era onto 1999? And you asked me like the hardest question possible right now. Well, I, mean, I, I, I got know. A little, this is this is like your era. I know. I got, I got a little list going, and it's 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 brutal for me. It's really brutal and difficult to well, pick. You have to make the hard choice because <sighs> I, I ask the hard questions. I know you do, man. It's it's tough, but uh, um, oh god, I don't even know. You know what? I gotta, I got. I guess if I really had to to answer that, it's can I can I cheat and say two? No, no, no god cheating. No one. Cheating. All right, all right, all right. You I'm don't gonna... you don't sit on the fence. You okay. gotta get on one side. Okay, okay, all right, 
All right. So I gotta go with um, I gotta go with Mega Man. Hey, Mega you know, Man's a great choice. Mega Man, uh, Mega Man as a whole, you know, is in like. Hey, that's cheating. It's cheating a little Which bit. Which Mega Man is it? Mega Man or is it X? Well, if I gotta say Mega Man in terms of complete and utter design, it's X. Okay. Okay, because you know that's when the art. I mean, the art design of Mega, the Mega Man X series is perfect. When you got know? a character as well, yeah, as opposed to just being a yes man. Exactly. You know, he, yeah, he's he's finally a character. You know, like you're playing Mega Man X, and suddenly he's flushed out. He doesn't want to fight, but he has to. You know, and he's put in this position. And then there's the whole, you know, not to not to not to steal anything from uh, from Ego Raptor and Sequelitis, but th- that whole. Uh, journey that you go through and becoming more powerful you know in Mega Man X it's just it's it's absolutely brilliant you yeah. know and, and it really puts you in the shoes of that character and, and you just you feel for him and you know it translates to you too it's not just you're going along for the ride but you're still feeling like you're I mean they, they too, really you know? changed what you expect out of a Mega Man game because of X yeah Mega Man X just blew me away man I you know it's definitely my top games of all time and I think it's a lot of it is how the story was handled and the character the characterization of X was handled. So, yeah, I got to go probably with Mega Man X overall. You know, and that is not an easy uh, choice. There's a few other runners up in there. But, uh, yeah, Mega Man X. All right. So what about for uh, contemporary times? Let's go from 2000 to present day. Well, sounding more... Speaking of sounding like a fanboy, mm-hmm. you know, and painfully like a fanboy right now. Okay. Uh, my man Dante. Dante. My man Dante from Devil May Cry. All right, I yeah, absolutely love Dante. I he person like I, I'm I'm big on character design. You know, I'm a huge big fan of character design and art design, which is why I I don't find it to be a coincidence that I'm the Capcom fan that I am. Well, Capcom they, has made a history of they have some of the greatest designs. art designers on the planet working for them all at the same time. You know, creating these character designs that are all just incredibly iconic and amazing. And Dante, Dante stood out for me, you know. I mean, Don, Don't Cry One, you know, he's got some smart ass remarks, and you know, and then he doesn't talk in DMC two because he's older. And, and what's language? Yeah, exactly. You know, <laughs> but then you get to DMC three, and you know they they gave us the beauty and wonderfulness that is Ruben Langdon. Oh yeah, as not just his voice actor, but his motion cap actor as well. Yep, and everything that goes with that. You know, it was just phenomenal. And then, you know, him, even his depiction in DMC4 is fantastic, you know. But, uh, yeah, I got to say Dante from the original DMC series. All right. Quick uh, quick aside then. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's your favorite uh, version of Dante in terms of look? Look? Yeah. Ironically? Two. Two. Man, two was... He looks awesome he looks in that awesome game. In he looks so goddamn cool. That game is so bad. It's so bad. And, but he looks awesome. You know, but he looks so cool. You know, and I guess, and I try to. I, I'm a bit of a defender of Devil May Cry 2. I don't outright hate it. Its biggest problem and in, in, in sin is that it was not as good as the original. Yeah. You know, if you never played the original and you played DMC 2, you probably would have thought it was a good game. But because it was a disappointing follow up to an incredible, an, an amazing game. You know, it wasn't as good, but it's still a good game. Not a, not just it wasn't an amazing game. At least that's my opinion. You know, is, is it flawed? Oh God, absolutely. But you know, I don't think it's as bad as everyone says it is. But yeah, DMC two Dante, perfect. 
damn near perfect design. All right. So let's uh, let's touch on the video game series now. Mm-hmm. I already know what your favorite characters are. What's your favorite series from back in the day, 85 to 99? Well, 85 to 99 being that, you know, my favorite genre is fighting games. Mm-hmm. It's, it is 100% and always probably always will be Street Fighter. Yep. Uh, Street Fighter is iconic in so many ways and it... I played Street Fighter 1, and I thought it was really good. I loved it, honestly. I mean, if you played it when it came out, it was a pretty damn cool game. Yeah, I mean, and I, I never played the, you know, the smash the button to do the, yeah. you know, I didn't play the pressure-sensitive version. By the time I, I got my hands on Street Fighter 1, there were six buttons. Right. So I never played that version because, you know, apparently it would just break and nobody would really carry Gee, them. Who, who would have thought that? I know, the animals banging on the machine <laughs> <laughs> broke it. That's unreal. But, uh... Yeah, I liked Street Fighter One, and I, I, you know, thought it was kind of cool. Yeah, one ball, you know, even like the sound effects and the music, and you know, oh right, right. (laughs) you know, all that terrible, terrible like digitized voice acting. That's pretty bad. (laughs) Try again, kid. Like also actually playing the game is pretty hard. Oh my god, it's brutal, man. You know, like you get the birdie, and you're like, oh my god, you're like trying to mash out, praying to God you can do the fireball, assuming you even knew how to do it. Then, which I which you didn't, of course, because. I don't know how to throw a fireball to Street Fighter 2. And nobody would tell you anyway. Absolutely not, man. It's, you gotta keep the trade secrets. It's America. They don't, they don't share secrets in the arcade. They want to beat your ass and keep all the secrets from you. What's an arcade? Exactly. It's not bad. It makes me sad. <laughs> but, but yeah, Street Fighter and, I mean, Street Fighter 2. Street Fighter 2 is the first game I bought on Super Nintendo. Mm, yeah. You know, like, or actually it was bought for me, I should say. But yeah, I, and I played it for eight hours straight, man. Like Christmas Day, opened yep. that up, went to, went to my room. To this day, <laughs> when you play on a controller pad, you still use SNES default. Yes, I do. Absolutely <laughs> do. I 100% do, man. Like when they started changing it now for three, I was like, what the hell is this? Why they fix fixed that. my default? No, you got to fix that, that default. Back. That's right, baby. L1 for fierce punch. It's the way it was meant to be. <laughs> Shove your fiercest, people. All right. What's your uh, favorite series of current day, 2000 to present? Mm. Sound like a broken record here, but I uh, I love Devil May Cry a lot. Devil May Cry changed like changed everything for me. Like when I first played Devil May Cry, uh, Devil May Cry One, it was just a stylish action game. See, I like I'm not I'm I'm decent. I'm an action movie guy. You know, I like right. kung fu movies. You know, I you like, like your Die Hard. I like Die Hard. You know, I love you know Jackie Chan movies. I Bruce Lee is my goddamn heroes everybody like bruce lee would be the character yep for and for everything ever <laughs> if i had any actual say in the matter yep but uh <laughs> but i i love um i love action movies and that translates into my games especially now in terms of uh terms of like the first time i saw don't make cry and you know it just looked so much fun like it's just you could be stylish and and control this really amazing game and the controls were pretty good in the first one like they're not bad they're not good now when you go back and play it like, right. like oh my god had i ever played this game because they fixed everything as and again something that you know all the criticisms of two controls in that game are amazing it plays pretty well two plays very well and they kept a it's lot a of great the, shooting game yeah sadly yeah there's there there's that there's the big issue of it one of its many issues and probably its biggest issue is that you know like fire guns this game for you. this is your game yep you know it's a gunslinger game but then you know you get to the absolute incredible perf- incredible perfection that is Devil May Cry 3. Yeah. 
I I, I, I could record a podcast just about myself talking about this goddamn game all day. I just, I absolutely love, love DMC3. It's everything between the action, it's got the, probably the best thing to a coherent storyline that the series has. And that's saying a lot. And that's saying a lot. Because it's still not coherent. No, it's all pretty dumb, but uh, three, you know, three, 3 keeps it simple and that's why it works. It's just, oh, there's my brother. He's being a jerk. He's summoning this tower. I gotta go kick his ass. You know, and... And you get a, another character who's just almost as cool as Dante is, if not just as cool, mm-hmm. you know, in, in Virgil in that game. And perfect, like, you know. Cool in a cool different and, way. Yeah, cool in different ways. And, like, he's cool and relaxed while Dante is impulsive and reckless, you know. And a very, very cool, uh, you know, got the opposites thing going there. And it was very, very well handled. Uh, and, again, in terms of controls, like, that game, you know, you catered to how you wanted to play it. You know, like any one of the styles were completely viable in mm-hmm. that game. You know, and I just, oh my God, loved it. And, you know, I love DMC4 as well. You know, it's flawed, but damn, it's very good. That game is so much fun. All right. Let's, uh, let's move on a little bit here. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're big video game music guys. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, man, yeah. <laughs> I, I I know I'm huge into it. As far as I've known you, you've been huge into it. Oh yeah. Oh god. Yeah, What's the favorite soundtrack? Go. Chrono Cross. OST. Not gonna debate it. No question. It is. It is. It is just the best. Like I, I, I can't even talk about it, man. It just that game stirs up in terms of the soundtrack stirs up so many feelings for me. I know. And, like I I bought the soundtrack to Chrono Cross. When the game had just released in Japan before it came out in America. I know, I, I listened to it when I came over before here. Before <laughs> I even knew what the game was. It was so good. And Yasunori Matsuda has, is, is my favorite video game composer. He's, he's a god among men. He is a, truly is, man. Like, and there's no offense to Uematsu or our boy Sakimoto. Sakimoto is really good, Sakimoto too. Sakimoto is really high on that list, too. But, man, Matsuda, like, he... He poured his heart and soul into that soundtrack, and you it can shows. Tell. It really does, man. Like it, it completely shows through. It's the favorite track off of that. Do you know the name? Ah, uh, yeah, "Dreaming on the Shores of Another World." That's the one that plays in the alternate uh, mm-hmm. reality homeworld. Yes, it is. It Overworld. Is. Yeah, it is that and uh, and "Radical Dreamers" from Nikki's concert is probably up there as well. All right. I love Nikki too. Nikki's like, a great character in that game. I know not everyone loves him the way I do, but you know I. Well, that game that game has issues, but the music is not the one of them. The music is definitely not one of them. And the fact that they have a rock and roll bar in there, too, just kind of, like, you know, makes me happy. It's kind of weird. It, it's weird, but it's cool. Like, that was, to Whatever. me, that was cool. <laughs> Anyways, like, but in terms of music, that was always one of the big things that drew me into RPGs, too. Yeah, the R- RPGs are usually the, the games that you wouldn't expect to be playing on mute. Yeah, like, you can't, because... They usually so, have good music. They usually have good music, and if an RPG doesn't have good music, it tends to. It's. I usually it's don't a hard play. play it, man. Yeah, like I don't play a lot of RPGs that if I'm not really feeling the music. Legend of Dragoon is probably the game I played that has the worst music, but I played it because it was like, all right, this game's pretty good. The music yeah, yeah, because it, it it's got pretty good. It's it's got some real good solid. Uh, it's got a really solid battle system, you know. Yes, and. And even then, the the battle music was pretty cool. Yeah, and the battle the battle music's awesome in that game. Oh my god, that's the best song in the game by far. Is just the regular old battle music from yeah. Legends again. Oh man, that's excellent stuff. But yeah, now video game soundtracks. I mean, I love fighting game soundtracks too. You know, I mean, 
Of course. I'm just like, I plan wholeheartedly to make sure Ryu's theme is played at my funeral. Like there, <laughs> okay. there is no question. Thank you, Mr. Morbid. <laughs> Absolutely, man. You know, just you know, as soon as like people are walking in, it's going to be beautiful. <laughs> All right. Well, now that you've taken this into a dark place... <laughs> It's my job to bring it back into a little bit of light. So uh, absolutely, let's let's talk about uh, let's talk about what you think is the greatest accomplishment you have had in gaming. Ooh, okay. I have one on my mind. I actually want to know if it's what you're thinking. So go ahead um, and tell me. I have to say, it's my performance at the anniversary tournament. That is exactly what I thought it was going. What you were going to say? Tell us about your uh, all right your third strike anniversary tournament. All right. Well, quick quick rundown. Something I haven't said. Street Fighter is my favorite series, but I never said my favorite Street Fighter game. And that is Street Fighter Three Third Strike. Yep. I consider it to be the greatest fighting, single greatest fighting game ever made. Uh, there's a few close contenders, but after many years of deliberation, I came to that conclusion. And uh, I, you know, I've always been pretty good at Third Strike. And you know, I was wasn't, I wasn't one of those people who who got into the game post Evo Moment Thirty Seven. No, you were always playing this. Game. I was always playing Third Strike. I was always like, this game is amazing. This is like my favorite game. You know, even when everybody was playing Alpha Three and and Marvel Two over it, I still always loved Third Strike. You know, I mean, I played those games too. I love those games as well. But Third Strike was always my baby, and uh, you know, like I was always pretty good. You know, I was always better than most of my friends. You know, I'd go over to my friend's house in Chinatown and. Really put a whooping on some people, turned a lot of heads, especially when you're using Sean. Yep. <laughs> you know, they look, they give you a funny look, like why did you pick that character? <laughs> and then, and then, you know, to win convincingly with him afterward, you get some real interesting looks. But uh, I befriended a, another friend of mine in a manner like that because I kicked mm-hmm. his ass with Sean, and uh, you know, not not to troll him even because I just I love the character, but uh, but yeah, so. You know, I, I was never big on the tournament scene. You know, I would enter occasional local tournaments here and there and do pretty well. I did, got second place in that one local tournament yep. around here that one time. That was pretty good right before uh, Street Fighter Four dropped. I think it was the year before Street Fighter Four dropped, actually. Yeah. Got second place in that. Got a nice little trophy. That was pretty cool. Um, but going to this tournament, this was this was a major this was, you know, I'm walking around and it's like, oh, the killers are all there. The killers are there, man. You know, I look around like, oh, and there's Ricky Ortiz and there's Justin Wong and there's Gutex and there's, you know, I'm just sitting there. I'm like, holy shit, what did I get myself into? You know, and I lose my first match, man. Of and course. I'm like, oh, of course. My God. Right you, into losers. You can't losers. ever do anything easy. Nope. Had to make it difficult. Right into losers, man. Got myself right into losers, and I had company there too, which was really cool. Uh, my buddy Nick, shout outs to my boy Nick, came there with me, and of course, my wonderful girlfriend was there, support me the whole way too. Shout outs to Claire. Uh, you know, and they were they had my back, and you know, I, I was I was nervous, and like I said, I lost my first match to a fucking Ken player, you know, and I'm using Ryu for the tournament. You know, Lord knows why you handicapped yeah, yourself. Yeah, Dre, Dre gave me so much shit about it too, and he's like, "God damn, just 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 pick Ken, man. What are you doing? You know he's in the top three. You know you'll just murder people." And I'm like, "I just I felt I had something to prove." And uh, from that one loss and losers, I managed to to get myself into top thirty two. And for those who aren't familiar with standard fighting game rules of double elimination, you have to be beaten twice in order to be eliminated from the tournament. Everybody starts off in the winner's bracket, and then you lose, you go to the loser's bracket, 
When you go to the loser's bracket, you basically have to face twice as many fights to get to the same spot as a winner would. So when you get eliminated in the first, well, put into the loser's bracket in the first round of a tournament, you have to literally fight twice as much as anybody else in the tournament does if you keep winning. It is hard and nerve-wracking. And you said you got what? Top 32. Top 32 Um, in a tournament of killers. Killers. Chris? You are good at third strike. Yeah, it was pretty much like the best confirmation that I ever got at knowing that all this time and energy that I had put into playing this game and, and being good at this game and never going full ham in as a professional, but you know, knowing that I had the skill to, to stand with some really amazing players and I was that was a pretty awesome experience, man. You know, because I, I didn't even realize how far I had gotten until till I, I got eliminated. You know, I'm like, oh, you know, strong showing. I beat about 12 people, <laughs> you know, after. And then Just I counted up. And, and on top of that, I got the satisfaction of eliminating the guy who put me into losers. Hey, that not, every, real, not everybody gets to do that. That dude, you got, got your that revenge. dude, that dude was salty, man. He, uh, he almost threw a stick. It was pretty fantastic. Why are you mad, bro? Why are you mad, bro? Ken, son, <laughs> that's good. But uh, yeah, and you know, I got. I asked, I mean, I looked at the, the bracket afterward, and I asked the guy, I'm like, hey, just out of curiosity, man, like, placement-wise, how would I do? It was like, man, you one more match, and you would have been out of pools. <laughs> and I was just like, yeah, really? <laughs> He's like, yeah, you're in top 32. I was like, holy shit. <laughs> you know, so, That's I mean, I was good, I was pretty much one one more match, and I would have been, like, my name would have been on a website, you know, like, oh, and then. You know, top 16 and tied for 17th place, you know, Chris. But, you know, uh, that was definitely, that was that was a really, really good feeling. Yeah. You know? And I, I busted my butt to, you know, playing Third Strike Online a lot as well before that. You know, trying to up my skills. Like you and I, man, we had some real intense training sessions in Third Strike years before that. And yeah, and I mean, I, I, I regret that I couldn't have helped. I wasn't much of a help to you before you went in that tournament. Yeah, I but. mean... I, but the but the online scene was strong, yeah, and still is honestly. Then a lot of people play Third Strike online, so it's pretty good. But uh, yeah, so that was definitely my uh, that was definitely my finest hour, I'd say, in terms of gaming. <laughs> All right, so uh, let me learn about what what you like to do. That's not bashing people's face in <laughs> in Street Fighter. All right, well, let me hear some of your non video game hobbies. Uh, I am a comic nerd through and through. Um, I love comics. I've worked off and on in a comic store for about 14 years. Um, I, yeah, really love comics. I'm in school at, as well. I'm currently working at the comic shop right now, and I'm currently in school to be a teacher. All right. So yeah. It's not much of a hobby. It's no, it's not a hobby. Like a it's life a life calling. It's a career. <laughs> it's a life calling, you know. It's, uh, it's, but it's, it's, it's something to look forward to. You know, a lot of, a lot of crazy meaning behind it. You know, I came to a decision later in life than most. You know, I had to do a lot of dumb things to get my get myself grounded. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, I managed to do it. So, well, if you are watching and you're of age to be in one of Chris's classes when he becomes a teacher, uh, he's gonna beat your ass at Street Fighter, <laughs> and is probably gonna fail you when you try to challenge him. That's so, right. <laughs> don't think you can do it. 
not a good idea, kids. Trust me. All right, Chris. Thank you very much for the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hope our listeners are able to understand your motivations a little bit better when Absolutely. we're talking in a group and <laughs> you're saying some provocative thing that makes no sense to anybody but yourself. Can't wait. <laughs> Thank you, sir.